welcome to this week's Sunday moment on coconut oil, stardust, and dope vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. This week's topic is the pause. So, I've been thinking a lot lately about you know, I'm always the type that is moving, doing. It's like we've kind of been conditioned that if we don't make a move, if we don't, if there's no action, there's no productivity going on. Like nothing is happening. And so I think that makes it problematic when we pray and there's silence when we ask God for something it feels like oh there's no answer because we're so used to needing things to to move it's like move forward get this done like we're we're so in that state of mind that says that like you know if you can't prove that you've been doing something then you've been doing nothing there's there's really that kind of state of mind that happens and so sometimes people will come to me and be like you know what's supposed to happen with prayer as if you take a Tylenol and you know the headache goes away eventually there's some type of measure for change it's also the same thing that happens when people come to me for personal development and one-on-one stuff. They're like, oh, we had this session. What's supposed to happen now? As if there's a magic wand waved and this magical thing is supposed to erupt and all of a sudden, after the span of 30 or 45 minutes, your entire life has been changed and looks different. That's the kind of mindset that we have because we've been taught to have a space of productivity. Things have to have a measure in order for them to make sense, in order for them to, you know, even have any type of value you have to have you know made something move it's like if if i didn't get this big return on something nothing makes sense and we've kind of put ourselves in that frame of mind because we're in a society that values money that values output this even shows up with school it's like if you go to class and you don't understand this new concept that has just been given to you if you don't understand that concept in the span of 30 minutes you failed you have to get it because that's the measure there's something wrong with you if you don't get it immediately and with so many things becoming a state of convenience, I think that's gotten worse. Like, 
that idea, that mindset has gotten so much worse because people think that there's an immediacy in everything. And so nobody's willing to pause. Nobody's willing to just sit still for a second and let things come together the way that they need to come together. Nobody's willing to take their hands off of things and let God work. Nobody's willing to do that because it's like, okay, I prayed on it and it didn't move fast enough. So what am I supposed to do? Where is the understanding that maybe you prayed on it and it's not supposed to work for another week? Maybe you've had foresight into something and it's not supposed to come around until maybe a year later. There might be some other things that need to to come into fruition, need to come to play before you even get a chance to make a move on that thing that you're asking for. Maybe someone else who is a player in this situation, maybe they haven't developed. Maybe your partner in that partnership isn't ready. Maybe there's a partnership you're supposed to have and you don't realize that. And you need to give things a chance to develop. You need to give those pieces a space to move into where they're supposed to go. And so we get uncomfortable when there is a pause because we think, oh, I failed. Things aren't going to move and you get quite uncomfortable. The reality is, you know, and I think this is why even like with astrology and stuff like that, I think this is why um, retrogrades appear to uh, um, appeal to us so much because with a retrograde, Retrogrades are actually a time to pause. They're a time to reflect on things. They're a time to gather ourselves and make sure that we kind of take an inventory and we get ourselves together. That's what we're supposed to be doing with a retrograde. There's supposed to be um, a time of us just kind of organizing And almost to a degree, making sure that we sit back, check the fruits of our labor, um, check that things are coming together, um, make sure that we uh, check and see that, you know what, I put this in play three months ago. Do I even need to do this? But we don't have to be doing things that are so rigorous during this time. Like sometimes there's a space where you can just sit calmly still and let things develop the way that they need to develop. My grandmother used to always tell me that sometimes when you pray, you have to sit still and let your blessings come to you because God ain't interested in being out doing target practice, trying to hit a moving target with blessings. You got to be right where God, where God can find you. Not busy, not consumed with a whole bunch of other things. That requires a level of peace though, like a level of inner peace to say, you know what? I laid this thing on the altar. I came through 
And I asked for this thing and I actually trust God. I actually trust my spirit team to come through and deliver. There has to be a space where you actually trust that your team is going to come through and deliver for you. And so I think what happens is a lot of us start moving because we don't actually trust. It's like, you know what? I asked for this thing and I'm going to just go ahead and take it on myself and make sure it happens because nobody else is making this move. Nobody else is making this shake. What does that actually say? Because in real life, if someone asked you to do something and you said, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get it done for you. But you had a couple other things that were on your plate and their thing was next in rotation. And they said, oh, she didn't move fast enough. He didn't move fast enough with this. I'm just going to go ahead and take it on myself and get it done. What are you going to say? Are you going to beg them and say, no, 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 I got this for you. I got this. If you have people pleasing tendencies, you might do that. You might say, you know, no, 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 let me really do this for you. Sometimes you're going to just be like, oh, well, then fine. Go ahead and take your stuff yourself. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead and do it. I I mean, I ain't even worried about it. You'll look back and just be like, oh, I'm not going to even worry about that. Like if you're going to go ahead and take it and do it yourself, then go ahead and do it. I told you I would get it done for you, but you didn't give me a chance. I told you that I had the space, but I had something else that like I have to give everything on my plate equal time. And I think that makes it hard for us to pause and just say, you know what? I, I, I trust this other person to get this done. I gave it to them because what? I trust them to get things done. So if I trust them to get things done, I got to allow them to do it. I can't just come through and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this myself because you should have just done it yourself from the start, right? But there's a lot of things that we recognize that we can't do for ourselves. And so then we go in prayer. We go and ask God to handle something for us. And then we snatch it back. We don't pause long enough to take our hands off of it and to let God work. We go through and say, I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and snatch this back. I can get it done. I, 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 you know, I messed that up. I'm going to go ahead and do this. No, give a moment, give some breathing room, let some things unfold. Sometimes, like I said, you, you get the vision early and there's actually more time that needs to happen. Prime example, I had um this is oh gosh more than 10 years ago um because I left working um in the sector with mental health probably I left it in like 2012 somewhere around there as I left and I started going to aesthetic school around 2012 So I remember one of the last jobs I had was at, um, I was going to service nursing homes through Medicare and do a nice amount of like, um, I really saw like the skilled nursing patients, um, to, I saw a lot of the nursing patients to help them with working through like loss of independence and things like that. And, um, I remember coming out one day, I always had a notebook and paper 
Um, I mean, we could have a laptop with us to type up notes, but I prefer to just jot down notes while I was with clients and then go home and just do a dump in the system and write up everything. So I remember being in the parking lot. I was coming out in the parking lot and typically I would just sit for a moment, just sit for a second um, because I needed to regroup. I needed to just kind of breathe coming out of there. I've been going to see patient to patient to patient about an hour or two in there, depending on the nursing home. So I just kind of would need a little bit of time. And um, so I come out of this one nursing home and I sit down and I have, it just poured out of me. It was like doing a tea, like a tea party. This is 2012, long before doing like those dinners and things like that became fashionable. We really weren't on social media in that way. Um, I think Twitter and Facebook were really just starting, but people weren't really, really on there like that. Um, and so I remember this whole idea just came to me. It was like doing a tea and getting people together. It was like a space of networking, having like these dinner parties um, and pulling together unlikely groups of people, um, specifically having women come together, network, show togetherness. Like I had written down this whole, I just got in the car and the whole format just poured out. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. At that time, I, I wasn't really working for myself. I didn't really have an audience. It's like, what do I do with this? So I took that and I sat with it for a second, but then I was like, oh no, God gave this to me. I got to move on it. So I'm thinking I got to, you know, like, this has to work. I have to make this work like immediately, right? So I, there was, somewhere in there, there was an incarnation of that and it, like things didn't work out. Like I was trying to pull it together, but I couldn't find the space and mm, talking to people about it. They're like, uh, you know, fast forward, uh, what last year, I was talking to a friend and I was like, you know, I really, I, she, she was saying, I want to do something like, I think, well, what, right before COVID, a friend and I did a dinner party and it was like an incarnation of that. And then like a year or so later, kind of after COVID kind of really hit and we were just getting back outside. Another friend was like, hey, you know, I kind of wanted to do this thing and like do this tea party. And she's talking about it. And I'm like, let me tell you about this idea that came to me like 10 years ago. And I laid it out and she's like, boom, those were the missing pieces. Let's do this. So we pulled it together. It was an awesome event. And it actually came out exactly like I had seen it before. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is the thing that I saw before, like 10 years ago, here it is. And I thought that was so interesting because it taught me that I really needed to pause and like, it wasn't time. Like it, it just, it literally was not time to do that when I got that that message when I got that vision it was not time to put that whole thing 
together. Quiet is kept. The, the person that I did it with, I mean, we didn't even know each other at that time. Like, neither one of us had fully stepped into who we were designed to be or any of that, right? So the, the, the prime things that we needed to put that together weren't even there. The people that we needed to come together with that event, they weren't even present, right? And so really what I learned from that is that we have to be okay with the pause. We have to be okay with receiving messages early and knowing that we'll get visions way before it's time. We don't have to move on them just because we receive the vision. Sometimes you got to pause with it and sit with it and, and ask, where does this go? In order for us to really, really make things work in the way that they're going to eventually work out, right? Because when they actually work out, you you really need all of the resources. You need all of your skills. You need all of your wits to be about you. You need all of the people who are going to pull that together and make that thing a thing. You need all of the prime conditions to come together. And sometimes we just need to kind of sit still with stuff. Let it be. Let it marinate a little bit. Let it come together in the way that it's fully supposed to come together. Let it, you know, let all of those pieces come where they're supposed to. That requires an amount of surrender. And I think a lot of people struggle with surrender as well. They struggle with that as a concept of being able to just say, you know what? I trust a higher power. I trust that this thing is going to come together when the timing is right. I trust divine influence. I trust divine knowledge. I trust universal energy. At the end of the day, I trust God. I trust the spiritual team that has been entrusted to me, who has chosen me for this lifetime. I trust all of that. I trust all all of these prime conditions to come together to create the vision that I was given. Because remember, you didn't make that vision up. This is something that God gave to you. So if God gave it to you, why would the conditions not come together? We have to be able to pause. Some of it in that pause is getting rid of distractions, getting rid of things that come through and prohibit our growth. Things that things are people that come through and say, oh, no, you didn't see that right. Or why would you do that? Or how are you going to do that? How are you going to work that out? Getting rid of those things as well are truly, truly helpful to us in this stage. Being able to pause and not put any other thing on the plate. That part is important. You got to, in that pause, you can't go put other stuff on your plate. You got to be able to sit still long enough to 
receive exactly what you ask for or receive more. Shoot. A lot of times we're receiving way more than what we ask for, but we won't see it. We'll miss it. We'll misperceive it because we didn't have the ability to just pause, take our hands off of it, let it work. Some of us see that as being passive. It's like, oh, I got to get up and go work for it. What if the work is the pause? What if that's how you work that? Is that you pause and you let it come to fruition. You remove yourself and really, really let God work for you. I think this is, um, in my experience, this has become easier to do. As I've built my personal relationship with God and I don't just see God as some uh, unattainable entity that we read about in a book. I see God as an actual source for me when I strengthen that relationship on my own. It actually made it easier to just pray on stuff and fall back. It made it easier for like when I prayed on something and I still felt anxiety about it, I could tell that the anxiety was actually mine and not because God wasn't working. It's was like, no, this is me getting ready to go back and put my hands on the situation, fall back. I could actually hear God's voice saying, no, I got it. Or, okay, go check in on this spot. Like I could hear God's voice with that way better because I was able to build that relationship, you know, and actually hear my spiritual team and, and have those conversations. Making sure that you feel more comfortable in the pause. There's a space where you need to pause so things can move forward. Sometimes we have to stop, regroup. I always give the example of, um, you know, using your phone. When you get an update on your phone, you have to stop, turn the phone off, and let all the updates catch up. You have to turn it off and, and let those updates come together and catch up. So everything that the phone received, it can actually use it optimally and optimize itself. We've got to do more of that for ourselves. Stop, turn some things off, sit for a minute because this isn't you can restart your phone. But most of the time it works better when you just straight up turn it off, let it sit for a second and reboot. And when it reboots, it reboots with all of its newness, all of that new technology. We've got to do more of that for ourselves. That requires us being able to surrender and sit calmly and peacefully in the pause. Thank you for joining me this week for our Sunday moment. Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela.